That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Welcome to Bat Force Radio, Batman slash DC podcast, so no limits coming to you from the jolliest time of the year. It's the annual Bat Force Radio Christmas party. We're pretty lit. We got uh, we got a good panel. I got uh, a Rob McCross up in Canada who's bartending tonight. Merry Christmas. We got a uh, Grandpa Batman who's in heavy meds right now because he had a penis reduction surgery this past Ooh, week. So welcome back, ho, friends. Ho, 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 ho. I think they took I think they took off five pounds, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, we'll go with that. <laughs> we got a boy Teasus in the building from New York to Jersey. Merry Teasmas. Merry Teasmas, sir. Merry Christmas, everyone. The Bat Force Christmas party commence. Also, don't forget the traditions. Everyone watch, uh, was it Christmas with the Joker from Batman the Animated Series? Now that all you fucks got your uh, Blu ray editions, definitely make sure to watch that before. Uh, Christmas comes. It's always one of those good traditions. Um, and uh, we got a, a couple of things on the docket tonight. Uh, but we should start with the um, the the mega the, the main event that we want to get to is that was pretty much the uh, the Aquaman movie review. Uh, <clears throat> initial thoughts from you guys. Man, uh, it was excellent. Uh, it, I think this is one that I, it, so far it isn't, but I think this is one that should be pleasing everyone. Yeah. But I still hear people having complaints. Agreed. We're definitely going to get to that. Uh, TZ Believey, how'd you see? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is definitely a sleeper. I mean, the uh, the main concern with a lot of these DC films is the CGI, and this movie surpassed expectations. Yeah. Uh, you know, colors, vibrancy. You know, I was able to see it in 3D, and uh, the movie yeah. was perfect. 3T. You know, like, yeah. 3T, baby. <laughs> but, um, no, he, you know, towards the end, with the suit, yeah. I was kind of questioning it, but he, you know, I was sold on it. He really, uh, yeah. Momoa in that suit, he's he's Aquaman. Yeah, I was really impressed. I uh, I worked on a little, like, written review for the Bad Force yesterday, uh, trying to get my thoughts together. Uh, visually, so much to take in. Um, I would, I would say that, as much as. I enjoy, I've enjoyed other DC movies more some than others and how I, I gravitate some because of certain moments. If you really look at what we got so far, I would I think Aquaman is the least flawed movie as a movie in the DC cinematic universe so far in terms of like, I think they, they nailed it with pacing, they nailed it with CGI, they nailed it with casting and acting. Um, I felt like there was never a dull moment in the movie. Right. I think, I think everything would just 
rolled perfectly and it, right before it got to that point boom something else happens and don't even feel like it's necessarily a comic movie like the the scene that they put online uh, a couple months ago uh with the the soldiers chasing mira through the city yeah that that just feels like an action movie absolutely remember when i said back when that clip came out i was like can you imagine james wan doing like a gotham movie and that's like cassandra kane at night jumping over those buildings and then not too long ago, he said that he would. It was a dream of his to do like a Batman horror movie. And I'm like, if James Wan does like a Batman horror movie, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, like, um, thank you, James Wan. Yeah, that that was an amazing scene. So many amazing scenes, fight scenes, and it's like the fights looked good. Everything like there were. This was essentially the first time this world has been has been done in in a comic book film. You know this this whole underwater world. And it was all like each different place that they went to had it, it was its own world, and they were all executed really well. Like the trench scene was so claustrophobic, and it, it started to feel like a horror film. That you know, like I said, it's for him to bring that many elements in a movie: romance, comedy, action, and horror. Not many people could do that. That was pretty impressive. Obviously, I haven't seen it yet because. I've been in bed for five straight days because of my penis reduction surgery. <clears throat> but my friend Levi A. Cooper at Levi A. Cooper did see it. And he was telling me it's kind of like, you know, it's one thing that I was worried about is that there was going to be like campy joke type stuff, especially like after coming off of Justice League. <clears throat> I didn't like how Momoa was like kind of like this bro surfer dude. Trying to portray yeah. Aquaman, it, I just it, I just didn't get it. I didn't like it, and he was like, "No, he's he's less of a bro surfer dude." And as far as like comedic elements and stuff, like he compared it, you know, to some like he what do you say like Indiana Jones? Yeah. I had the um, same concern, Gramps. Right. With Momoa, and is it going to be too broy? Is it going to be too goofy? But. When I wrote it, I think he had a good balance between <clears throat> lighthearted hero and total badass. Like I think, I think it was just right. It wasn't over the top. It didn't. It didn't get to the point where it annoyed me. It was just right. And then like towards the end, like you, they discovered some of his vulnerabilities and kind of fleshed him out more as a person. And Mera helped with that. So uh, that was the concern I had. But it, I think, it, I think it delivered just right. It was, it was pretty good. And it. He would need a little bit of that personality because his brother is such a dickhead, such a prick. Yeah. That you need that balance anyway. You know what I mean? It's just. But I'm really excited to see, uh, you know, live action Black Manta. That's a character I never thought we'd ever get to see live action. Yeah, when when I and first. He was really like, well done too. Uh, like they, <laughs> he's not just, you know, a, a guy that's just there for no reason. You know, he he just wants to, you know, it's not I want to take over the world kind of thing. Uh, they they did a good job making him a sympathetic villain, and you right. uh, identify with his side of it. A lot of rage in him, and uh, when he first took the mask off, not as Black Manta yet, but just as a pirate. Yeah. I, and it's even in the the trailers you see. But right there, I was like, man, Killmonger, who like this guy just <laughs> is so something about him is just so badass. So savage. He's going to be a problem for Aquaman. Man, there's so many fucking parts to this thing. Like, when I first saw Atlanta fight in the very beginning, you get you had me, man. Like, Nicole Kidman. 
Oh, jeez. But... You know, one, one thing. So, Nicole Kidman looking impossibly young. Yeah. And and Arthur's dad. Like, she is so far out of his league. It's nuts. Oh, totally. Dude, he looked, he looked like <laughs> it, Joe it, Rogan it made... when he was older. <laughs> he had the fucking hat on. I'm like, that's Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan. How'd you get Nicole Kidman? Yeah, yeah, cocksucker. Uh, you know, it was kind of hard to tell if it was like CGI or not, but she just looked flawless. You know, I was girl, like, man. yeah. Oh, she, she did a great job. She was amazing with the fights. Amber Heard is Mera. What did you guys think of Amber Heard as Mera? Uh, she she nailed it. I had no issues per se with her performance. Like, the only issues I really had were there were a couple points where like I felt delivery of a couple lines yeah. were maybe a bit hammy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this, not to spoil anything for for Gramps, but uh, there's a scene early in the film where Manta just says, damn you. Yeah. But it's so over the top, damn you. That, oh, okay. I could, yeah, I could definitely see that. It's it's just a damn good movie. It's a damn good superhero action popcorn movie that has shelf life, that has replay value. You know, that's really important. This movie will stay with you, especially with the visuals. I mean, the, the fishermen and, you know, the, the different kingdoms, the, the trench coming out on the end with the war. It's a great movie. Not that I give a shit anymore about critic scores, but something does not make sense because this movie should have a, a way higher score than it does at the moment. You know, because this movie's better than Black Panther. I said it has better visuals, better pacing, better fighting, everything than Black Panther. And Black Panther's a solid movie, but something is not adding up. I, I think there's some overall uh maybe not with all critics but there are uh, um, there are many critics that seem to have a different level of what they expect from any of the dc movies in order for them to give it uh, a positive review one of the reviews that i saw i don't know who the guy was or anything but it was up sometime in the last couple weeks uh it said something uh, about uh that aquaman isn't really his kind of thing yeah. But I really admire a lot about this movie. Yeah, I, <laughs> I admire a lot about this movie. Five out of ten. That doesn't add up. Okay, what did you admire about it that you only give it fifty percent? I think I think some people just don't want to admit that DC put out a, an amazing movie. Not not all, but there are some. This movie definitely got an unfair score. Not that's not even the most unjust thing that happened. The most unjust thing that happened was. Not that we should take them seriously anyway, but the Academy Awards, the Oscars, snubbed Aquaman for best visual effects, but Black Panther's in there, and that is absolutely insane. That is. But is insane. that is that partly due to just the whole timing? Because I mean, Mary Poppins when were got the... nominated for like five things, and that came out the same exact time. Yeah, yesterday. Mary. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, so, I don't know. Yeah, it's been all over the the net and. A total, total snub. That is insanely unfair, especially because of how hard those people worked on this movie with James Wan. Yeah, and like, there were so many uh, settings in this movie that were on an Avatar level of right. creating a brand new world that you've never seen anything like before. And doing it flawless. And there were like, what? Five different places that that were like that. So, man, did you see when they're all 
waiting online to go into Atlantis to enter Atlantis, and uh, yeah, it was cool. And the hydro guns, it's just, well, it's just so beautiful to look at, man. Really cool. Some something I was waiting slash hoping for at that scene was uh, when she's describing to him, you know, what the why there's defenses for the city, you know, to to, to keep people out. She says people try to sneak in all the time. I was yeah, I, sort of waiting for some reference for you know maybe Mira to say, oh, your friend made it in once, and for him to either guess Diana and she would say no, it was it was Bruce, or vice versa. You know, he asked if it was Bruce, and she'd say no, it was Diana. Mm. That that would have been a cool little thing, just a nod that you know one of them had uh, infiltrated at one point. Him fucking Batman. So nothing he can't do, boy. Mm-hmm. I th- I think the cool part of it too is like you're trying to gauge in your head what what point did the story take place in correlation with Justice League as well. Obviously, it's like right before it, but you know no, it's right after t- because yeah, oh, is it? she makes yeah. a oh, reference to Aquaman defeating Steppenwolf. That, that I caught that too, but isn't there a scene in Justice League where Mera is in it already? Like, technically, they would have met. Well, she they I, she knew who they knew who each other were because when she came yeah. onto land to get him again, they were kind of familiar with each other. But uh, oh yeah, that's true. That's true because she just yeah, like showed she, up and she's, she's like, like she's oh, no, no, she no, no, no. like, yeah, we we need you. I like how she just like walked out of the water. You could see in the background, so that was pretty cool. What's the guy? Uh, the Green Goblin guy. Defoe? Uh, what? William Defoe. Yeah, green, the the Green Goblin was great in the movie. Uh, <laughs> I like the fishermen. I, I thought their their CGI or their makeup, whatever, was just really awesome and really interesting to look at. The trench. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> that... uh, Dolph Lundgren was awesome in it. Yeah, yeah man, He Man. That was a treat, man. Yeah, He Man. <laughs> Rocky Four. Green Goblin. Oh. He Man. <laughs> Fucking everyone's in this shit, man. It's awesome. There was so many people in it, but it never felt cluttered, which was really interesting right. to me. Like, it, were, it felt very balanced. Yeah, it, it really did, and it just flowed. There's no pacing issue. Yeah, and, I, uh, I, I think this this film is good for if you don't know anything about Aquaman. This is your first introduction to him. It tells you everything you need to know. But if you've read any of his comics, particularly if you've read uh, Jeff Johns' New 52 Aquaman run and uh, you know all, all that stuff, then this, this is great for you, too, to, to see some of the aspects of Johns' run uh, brought to life in this. Yeah, this is a great film. They didn't take any major crazy liberties. They just, no. they really were true to the source material, and James Wan just knows how to make a damn good film. Um Great, great casting, you know. As much as I love a lot of the other films, there was always, you know, there's always something with casting or, or maybe like plot holes or pacing. Or there's always something, but with this movie, it was like they just, they just made a damn good film. And now, and now I'm really, I'm really confident that Shazam is going to be awesome as well. So it's going to be good for the DC. Uh, See, world and, DC. and it kind of, it kind of comes back to my theory that, you know, all the, they always hit a home run with some of the either lesser known or, um, you know, not as trendy characters. And then when it comes to, like, a Superman or Batman, they swing so hard to try to hit a grand slam, and it just seems to fall short of expectations. I thought that, you know, Batman versus Superman was great. Didn't think it was perfect, 
But the only reason I didn't think it was perfect is because Jesse Eisenberg just saying it needed more Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> Oh, but, yeah. I, I think I think there's a big reason for exactly the point you're making. I think you're absolutely right, and I think that's because the way WB has been in recent years is when it comes to those movies with the absolute top marquee characters, it, it, they've begun to strangle the directors. You know, yeah, it, I mean, it's obviously so important to them, and they're like, okay, we need this to make money, so. We're gonna overparent this director and, right. plus, and plus, not let him make also, the movie we hired him to make. Plus, you're also getting a regurgitation of the origin over and over and over, and yeah. people are getting sick of it. You know, it's like yeah. for the first time. Believe him. You watch, you watch Aquaman, and you didn't get that. You know, they didn't focus so much on his origin. They kind of just jumped in and out, and you know, it was digestible. And you loved it, you know? It's like you wanted to know more. And it was just, it was so balanced. Just the fact that we I'll got eat a cookie of that. And Thank you. Chocolate chip. And cho the even chip if piece. they had spent more time on doing his origin story, it would be acceptable for this one because it's the first time we're getting it. Exactly. When, when we're on, like, Batman movie number 12, Crime we Alley. Don't need, yeah, we don't need the movie to start up with Crime Alley, like... This is where Batman came from. Okay, thanks, guys. We get it. It's like, how many times are they going to show us uh, Uncle Ben being killed? And... <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is my bathroom. This is my bathroom, is my bathroom break. <laughs> yeah. tell, 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 you know, the, the general audiences where Aquaman came from. Mm. Tell the general mm. audiences where Black Manta comes from. Mm. Right. But, you know, for, for the other guys, you know, we, we don't need to see... The little baby Kyle crashing on a farm again. Yeah, like, <laughs> if you think about the the two movies that didn't, uh, well, Just League and Just League and Suicide Squad were a little jumbled because it, it, they're team movies, aren't they? And um, so well, I think we've been hearing more and more what hurt some of those movies, particularly Suicide Squad, with the stuff David Ayer has. Uh, mentioned recently yeah. on, on Twitter. Yeah, but you, you know what? Like that that movie has is so many things wrong with it that I don't even think it matters. Just take out Margot Robbie because, like that dude, that Killer Croc man. Yeah. Like what the fuck? It's but like a joke. The, the first. I need my BET. BET. Aside from him, the first half of that movie was pretty good. The second half, when it came down to de being, you know, about dealing with the villain. That's where it it really flopped, dude. And, and the fucking you know, tattoos. We, we know that 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 is all so far into production that they had to change everything. They said that originally the the main villain was Steppenwolf <coughs> and gonna get some of Darkseid at the end. All those weird slime monsters they were fighting were originally parademons. Parademons, Yeah. Mm. So you know you can't make such massive changes. To a to a movie deep into production and expect it to not fuck it up. Yeah, you know what no. though, I I, I I could never get past the tattoos. I still can't. I yeah, think, I think that was the the worst decision oh. made. I really do. I think that was the worst decision made. I hope they get rid of them in the new movie with the uh, Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn because, and I I, I think I asked Thompson like where the, who made that decision? He says David Ayer. No, now we're just getting a Joker that puts on his own makeup. Well, that's what Ledger was, and uh, yeah. mm. oh. so many jokes. But uh, Aquaman was great, hey. and 
I think Shazam's going to be great. And they're going to be filming the Birds of Prey Harley Quinn movie this year coming up. And they're wrapping up. I think I don't know if it's in post-production yet, but the new Wonder Woman movie. And we got a Joker movie like in October. And Uncle Pennywise coming out in October as well. So I think <laughs> it's a decent amount to chew on for now. But, you know, I, I after seeing Aquaman, I'm like, you know what, man? It's been a while since I feel like I saw a DC movie. No <coughs> bullshit going on. It was a damn good fucking movie. I was happy. And I'm like, I want more. Now I want more good fucking DC movies. They, they finally proved that they can get the CGI right. Yeah. You know, um, like, you know, people had so many gripes about Justice League. Well, but uh, I think this was so seamless, that. you know? Yeah, Zack Snyder, didn't, he didn't have anything to do with that third act CGI, he said. Like, those purple things coming right. out or whatever. He said that he didn't have anything to do with that, so... Yeah, that, that movie was so mutilated or sabotaged. Or <clears> something that what a that would a train wreck, man. I know Gramps loves it and all, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I won't eat a cookie to that statement. <laughs> nah. Oh shit! You know what? Um, that that movie. I, it's such a weird movie. A lot of people actually did like that movie, and I loved certain parts about that movie. I <clears throat> loved some parts in that movie. I love so much. But as a whole, it was just kind of weird, man. It was pretty weird. That first scene, though, man, that, that Batman parody oh, scene. Yeah. Oh, wow, that was so good. Yeah. I wanted, like, two hours of that. James Wan or whoever, you know, just... Yeah, yeah it had, like, a slight score. Like, you felt like you were watching a little bit of 89 for a little bit. Yeah. Like, it was a nice little nod. Oh, but, um, shit. I'm pretty but sure... But, dude, like... I was just going to say real quick, like, watching this movie... When I left, I was like, can you please give us a Green Lantern movie that we deserve? You know, like, there's so much potential. Like, obviously, there's a Flash movie coming, but they they missed the boat on Green Lantern. You know, SDCC, that um, was it, San Diego Comic Con last year was put it in the teaser that Green Lantern was going to be in JL, and they didn't do it, you know? So they really pulled that whole opportunity. uh, They missed the mark. Yeah, man, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds was so miscast. He is right. not Hal Jordan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And that movie had potential because the guy that Sinestro was pretty good. And, yeah, Sinestro was perfect in it. Yeah, but that's Sinestro. But I look at Ryan Reynolds and I'm like, why is Ryan Reynolds cosplaying as Green Lantern? You know, it's just it's right. just not doing it for me. But, but with Aquaman, you're right. Like, Jason Moe was Aquaman. He owned it. Amber Heard owned Mera. Bring he just opened so much more opportunity for other movies to come. And to boost confidence, in, um, I'm sure it's going to make... It already made its production money back, and it just got oh, yeah. released today, so I'm sure it's going to make a lot of money. And I hope the studio just starts pushing forward with, with more movies like this. I want to see more good DC movies. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to Shazam now. I got like that... Uh, yeah. I got that uh, sweet tooth for DC movies. Now, you, you got know? the bug, baby. Yeah, yeah. man, like... Oh, I want more. I want a reason to want to go to the movies and not mind spending that money on that ticket, you know, at that point. Just, yeah. I think that'll be a, a real surprise hit. And also because, you know, he's a character that's supposed to have some kind of comedy installed, you know. He's a kid. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think that'll really work well for that for that movie. Yeah. But they 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 need to get it right for the the big two. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> for Batman and Superman. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Grimms, that are the you a Man of Steel fan. 
Yeah, I like that movie. I fucking love that but movie, I, man. I, you know, and I hear all the, the crying and the whining, you know, from, you know, basically, yes, it's hard to to beat Christopher Reeves. I mean, that guy set the standard. I mean, those those movies that he did are iconic. And I thought what Snyder did with Man of Steel was, you know, modern and really represented, um, you know, I think Man of Steel today's, is. you know, today's audience. Yeah. You know, it gave us, you know, with the better technology and, and filmmaking and stuff like that, you know, who's to say what, you know, Christopher Reeves movies would have been, but now that we have that, you know, CGI and, and technology, they can go above and beyond and, and give us movies that are, you know, kind of represent what actually happens in the comics and stuff like that. And Hey, shocker cities get destroyed in comics too. So, you know, you know, I know that was the main gripe and I'm like, come yeah. on, man, this is what would have happened. This is what would have happened. But then over time, I watched the movie so many times, but over time, like, you know, that, that city really did get fucked up. <laughs> they <laughs> fucked that city up. Yeah, but one, it's realistic, one my, though. One of my big problems, yeah, exactly. And one of my big problems with people uh, sort of comparing it to uh, the the Christopher Reeve Superman, and you just think, oh, he he would have made sure the fight was away from the city, and the city wouldn't get destroyed. Okay, first of all, you're comparing <laughs> the Christopher Reeve Superman who. When we met him, he had already been Superman for a long time. And you're comparing that to day one Superman, first day on the job, first day with the suit, and he's dealing with an invasion from people from his planet. And the other thing about people who uh, champion for the Christopher Reeve style, before Man of Steel came, we got a movie where they went for the Christopher Reeve and sort of hearkening back to that style and everyone hated it. Yeah. <clears throat> Which actually, it, I didn't it, think it, that one movie was that bad of a movie. Yeah. It, it got panned though, you know, and they mm -hmm. had Brandon Routh. He did a good job going for the, the Christopher Reeve style Superman, you know, sort of that, uh, the gentler look compared to right. uh, cable being darker and more ominous and muscular and everything more comic accurate, basically. Oh. And you know when when they gave us uh, another go round of uh, of the Christopher Reeve style, people didn't like that either. Yo, man, let me tell you, man, Man of Steel, a fucking masterpiece, man. I think it, I think it's a great movie. That I mean, movie I'm so I'm perfect. not even a Superman fan, but I I, I own that one. You know what, Gramps? I, it's, I'm, it's I'm not such a... A, it's such a good movie that James Gunn has remade it <laughs> and put a twist on it. Yo, <laughs> it's on TV a lot over the years and every time it's on I watch it and like I told you guys in the past it gets better every time I watch and I thought that was strange but like Feora and Zod and the scores and the, the, the profound way he, they show him growing up and and Diane Keaton we have so many Batman movies so we have good Batman origin probably Batman Begins is the best origin movie at this point would you guys agree with that or yeah i would say so yeah um we got um the man of steel modern which i love we got the wonder woman now we got aquaman so that's, a re that's really cool that we have these really really good origin movies and i'm hoping that we get more so we could say that we have a good origin movie for <laughs> most of these dc characters we're getting shazam which is pretty cool 
uh, there's rumors of Plastic Man and all these other you know, yeah. characters. So, um, but but with Aquaman, I never man to think that somebody could make an amazing Aquaman movie is like, <laughs> you know, it's that's a tall order because of his history of being kind of like a campy character. But you know, this, this, and they did you know, such a good job of showing how cool and how good what they put together was that before it even opened in North America, it already made more money than Justice League made in its entire run. That's... <laughs> wow. That's you, you know, um, here's the thing. Justice League... All right, this is another thing I just want to throw out there. There's something really weird about that whole Justice League thing. I mean, they had it out for Snyder. You know, whoever didn't like Batman vs. Superman was still bitching up to this point. It's funny because it came out after Wonder Woman, but... Rotten Tomatoes had this like little weird little event where they told you when they're going to reveal the Rotten Tomatoes score for Justice League, knowing people were going to pan it. Whereas they didn't do that for Aquaman. Aquaman, I think, at now stands like slightly above average ratings, you know, whatever. But they made an event at a whole critic ju- rating. But it has a high, I just want to point out, you know, it has average critic ratings, but it has high viewer ratings. Yeah. But the whole thing, like, that thing was dead in the water, Justice League, you know. But you know what? A lot of people like that movie. It's not like, it's not like nobody liked it. A lot of fucking people like that movie. And there are things to like about it, but I think it's kind of weird how everything went down with that movie. I guess the studio did kind of turn their back on Snyder. I think that's pretty unfair, but, uh. It's just very strange, that whole situation. The whole reputation now of the studio is clawing back now with Aquaman. and just want a strand of good DC movies now, that's all. Yeah, they need to put together a, a string of of hits that, you know, yeah. make the, expe- the expected money that they're supposed to make. Because, you know, the summer I went and I actually, you know, I think I talked about it, I toured Warner Brothers Studios. And when they... When they have a movie like this and they have to make X amount of dollars to continue to make the next one and the next one, if they don't if they don't make that return, it really puts that whole studio, you know, Mm -hmm. back, you know. Yeah. They have to cancel T V series shows. They have to do cancel hot toys. You know, they they have to cut things here. I mean, they really need to make this amount of money to be able to continue for the next project. They all, you know, they all benefit from, you know, movies like this one having success. TZ will tell you, he was in a meeting about licensing and how there was low confidence in Aquaman. Yeah, like last summer, um, I met with them and we were speaking about like the lineup and um, they were shaking in their boots pretty much. They're like... We did. We just wanted the girl. The lady said, "Like we just want it to be over. We don't know how great it's going to be." Yeah. And actually, if you shop the stores now, you can't find anything that's related to that movie at, in merch. It just doesn't exist because they just didn't believe in it. But I think but now I mean, people are going to start scrambling, and they're like, "There's going to be so much more momentum." I think that there's going to be a lot of Shazam merch. Maybe. Shazam's cool, man. Yeah. I mean. You know, when, when's the movie supposed to come out? Two months, February, I think. Robin. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So it's like, you should start seeing it now. In theory, like, and that that'll give you a gauge if they really believe in it or not. You know. 
Yeah. You it's, know. it's it's gonna be a fun movie. Like it has that, you know, it has a nod. Uh, it's actually, to the, the, uh, to the I just looked it up. It's uh, April fifth, actually. What? They must have got both. Okay. <laughs> well, it, it's it's to correlate it. It's pretty much kind of like how Damn Two didn't get any promotion. Yeah, hardly. Oh, we're gonna talk you know? about that. Grant, you want a little segue, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was kind of using that as a segue. You know, right, let's, yeah, let's just, let's just... that's how they do it in the professional world. So I. I thought I'd try it. <laughs> oh, those, those 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 big penis meds are uh, getting, getting blood flowing. Uh, but to, but to, I guess yeah. just to just to sum up Aquaman for now, in our quick little review, or whatever you want to call it, um, sharks with lasers, man, <laughs> it looks great. Yeah, the underwater. It's fun. Life. It's it's a fun movie. So fun. To me, there was never a dull moment, which is amazing for a two-hour and twenty-minute movie. You know. That's really incredible. Enjoyable superhero popcorn movie that has replay value. That's stays right. which is important. So everybody... and it, it has the lightness that people uh, criticize to be lacking in some of the previous movies. Yeah. But uh, it's not to uh, an extent of being silly. No, it's it's not like campy Marvel jokey silly. No. Like you have. You know, Black Manta sticks a freaking sword through someone's stomach, dude. You know, that trench scene is like horror. It is so unsettling, man. And, and it's unexpected, too. So uh, and I, I love that that element's in there. It just brings the movie to a whole new level because there's just so much about the movie now that... Good. Know. Now I want to Aquaman-Godzilla crossover. <laughs> Jeez. But uh, yeah, go see Aquaman. I, I I would recommend Aquaman to just about anybody. It's just a it just it's like a movie for everyone. It's fun as hell, man. It's a it's a good time. I mean, it's it's very rare. It's like you leave the movie feeling like you got your fifteen so bucks sat- plus yeah. worth, right? Yeah, you like I left that movie feeling satisfied, and I'm just like yeah. I'll probably see it one more time, minimum. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, it's um, it was a, it's it was worth a it. Great movie. See it. Watch it. Go see it's it. a huge one for DC, and watch, I think uh, watch watch it in 3D if you can. And uh, yes, and the fact totally. that it's fucking Aquaman is just mind blowing because it's Aquaman. I was yeah, you know, I was never really interested in Aquaman. Or because well, I, I I didn't enjoy too much Aquaman prior to the Jeff John stuff. Like yeah. there was the old like if you go back to like some of the the hook hand Aquaman, the water hand Aquaman, you know all. Any of the stuff where he's missing a hand or had uh, yeah. long hair and big beard, you know, that he was kind of cool in most of that. Yeah. But uh, the, the first run that I was, like, really uh, hyped for was Jeff's New 52. It was really, really good. Throne of Atlantis? Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, right oh, from yeah. – uh, he did uh, – well, Jeff started right at Aquaman Zero when New 52 started. Yeah. And – want to say he went to probably around issue 25 or so maybe a little farther than that as we um before we segue into the other stuff um you know this is the christmas episode so uh i just want to take a minute to talk about what do you guys you guys got anything going on for christmas keeping it low key you know like what are you guys doing anything like- and so i think i'm gonna try to stay around the house for most of the most of the days here yeah you're gonna- because you know when when you do like those Christmases every year where you, you know you get up in the morning and and go visit family here and then go visit family there and go visit family and yeah. by the time you get home you're like God thank God the day's over yeah do you, it goes quick yeah do you, do your kids uh 
still believe in Santa Claus? Do they do Santa Claus thing or not? Nah. Do, can- do Canadians do Santa Claus? Thing? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, two two of my kids are in high school now. Oh, wow! Oh my God! Believe <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. the way we talk, I feel like we're I'm, all in still high I'm, school, bro. I'm, I'm old as fuck, <laughs> dude. That's crazy, man. Holy shit! But I'm like your age, so that could have been me too. Like that's 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 so wild, man. Because because the way we talk sometimes is like probably the way we talked in high school when we were into comics and shit. You know, it's just it's crazy. Jesus, I know um, you got like a six year old, so uh, you do the Christmas thing and. Uh, she doesn't leave. Yeah. Can you tell us a story about so she doesn't leave Santa the chocolate chip? I get Santa cookies, but not chocolate chip cookies. Listen, uh, Madison, <laughs> you know we we just got off of our Hanukkah run too, so she, she she's doubles very up. busy. Yeah, she doubles up, man. She's she wins Ooh. all day, every day. So. You guys should do Kwanzaa Ooh. too, man. I mean, fuck Ooh. it, right? <laughs> Yo, why not, bro? <laughs> Believe. <laughs> I don't leave cookies for um she don't leave the chocolate chip for Santa, right? No, she just keeps it for herself. Jeez. She's she, what? I, you know, actually um when you spoke to her before, I would suggest I'm like, what kind of cookies are we leaving for Santa? And I think it's gonna be like I think it's gonna be like sugar cookies. Cause um Because uh Madison keeps the chocolate chip. See, Madison's for cookies are the chocolate chip. I'm working on this jingle, boy. So what happens is you don't fuck with Madison's chocolate chips. That's that's like the yeah. whole thing. Like, she did videos saying, these are my cookies, boy. You know, letting you know. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, yeah, Santa doesn't even like the chocolate chip. But you know she's yeah. lying because she wants the reason. She's all, she all biz. She's all business. All biz because she doesn't want to leave him her chocolate chip. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Actually, I got a little uh, proof right here. Uh oh. I, I, um, I get Santa cookies, but not chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> you think we're playing, right? <laughs> Welcome to the Bad Force Christmas episode. <laughs> what about you, Gramps? Now that you're um, 10 pounds lighter in the groin area, um, what do you got going oh, on damn. for Christmas, boy? Uh, this will actually be my. Uh, first Christmas here at my house because oh, nice. normally we, you know, we go to the. In-laws? I can't. I can't. Yeah, normally we'll go to my parents and then the mother-in-laws. You know, back and forth, but yeah. I can't travel this year. Um, yeah. So we're gonna bring the mother-in-law back here and uh, do all the the fun stuff. Get them here. cooking, right, boy? Yeah, my parents actually uh, came in this week and. And helped, uh, you know, while from I was. Oklahoma? Yeah. Okay. So how far is so the drive they, to get a fly in? Oh, uh, it's about three or four hours. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you know, so they they came down this week and helped me out, and uh, we got to do Christmas with them this week. Nice. And then uh, they left today, and then Great Gam Gam will be coming in next week, and. Uh, great Gam. Oh. She's a lot of fun. She's very Texas, isn't she? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So. Them, them Texas girls, man. They're, they're great, man. rare breed, man. <laughs> like so it. yeah, we'll be we'll be having a Christmas here for the first time, oh. which is nice because oh, Grandpa you know, Batman Christmas means I don't have to travel. You know, yeah. Fuck traveling during the holidays, man. That that sucks, man. Like, it's just. 
And it's just expensive. You get people on the road that normally aren't on the road, too. And, you know, you got to be, like, extra careful. I'm late to the party, but I finally saw the movie Krampus. I know that's our current Bad Force uh, logo <laughs> that Robin made, which is really awesome. Ooh. Uh, you know, um, that's a great... <laughs> I guess I could call it a Christmas movie, but it's a Christmas horror movie. Uh, that's an awesome movie. The same guy, the guy who made that is the same guy who made Trick or Treat. And, um, man, that is a, that is such a cool movie. Gr- Gramps, you got to check it out if you haven't seen it, man. It's a lot of fun. It's like, is it on Netflix? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. It's, um, it's basically like if Frank Miller were to write Santa Claus. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like it's such cool lore. It's like the evil Santa Claus for people who give up believing in the spirit of Christmas. Santa doesn't come, but Krampus does, and he pretty much takes everyone in your life other than you away from you, and uh, <laughs> he leaves you like this little dark bell, and it's it's crazy. And you got like gingerbread men firing nail guns at people and shit. And um, does Santa come fight him? Like he's the like a fucking like Mike Tyson knockout, you know? Like he's the the good elf, and he's got to fight the Krampus elf. Fuck man, what a great Christmas! What a great dark Christmas, dude! That that one scene when he's jumping from rooftop to rooftop, like holy shit! Because this guy is a big motherfucker with big like antler horns coming out, almost like demonic, like the devil. But he got like the Santa robe over him, and it's just really cool, man. Um. But uh, moving forward um, on the docket, we got uh, uh, the controversy with censorship at DC at the moment to wrap this year up. We could start with Batman Damned number one. I know, Gramps, you you, uh, touched on it earlier, right? Right, yeah, you know, because obviously DC and and the, the top, you know, execs or publishers at DC got a little pushback from Warner Brothers. For uh, you know the the Batawang yeah. and Damned One, so you know <clears throat> Damned Two got pushed back, you know, like a month or so. And I know that Bermejo and Azarello had to you know do some editing and and work some of the plot like, or something uh, like that. To to the extent of doing about a month of of work redoing things. Yeah. Right. And you know what it what they did and what they came out with may have even been better than what they had before because issue two was a damn good book. Yeah, no pun intended. Um, yeah. Right. Um, it was it was a really good read. Yeah, but and, we uh, but we don't know what we're missing though. We don't know what we're missing. And it it's just sucks because it's not, you know, the original story that they intended. And, you know We have we have a problem here because um all right, so when 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 Bermejo was originally on the show, the second time he was on the show, we were talking about issue one, and he kept mentioning things about, oh, you think this is whatever, just wait until issue two. But yeah. when we read issue two, there was nothing in issue two that stood out more than the previous issue. So obviously, what something was censored out. Oh yeah, they obviously and, probably censored off. And a that lot. is that is so sad. That's because I hate censorship. I think it's unless I mean unless it's really called for when like oh you got to take that shit out. You can't you know like you know something really horrific. But I mean they're not doing anything to that extent. But um, the word on the street is that 
the new regime over at DC or the higher ups or whatever having problems with this because they want to sell toys. Why? And we're, I think we're I think we're being cheated out of the potential of Damned and everything that Black Label was supposed to stand for, and now it sounds like it's working ass backwards. And to top to top that off, this past was a week or two. Um, I think it was Clay Man who teased one of the covers for Heroes in Crisis. Which no, was, he didn't tease it. It got leaked from DC. He had nothing to do with it. All right, so basically, and, it was um, the cover that Clayman did with Ivy on the f- poison Ivy on the floor, right? Blood dripping, and she has one knee down, one knee one knee up, and her ass is in the air. And I guess the argument was that um, from it, that angle, it looked like her ass was in the air. But it, from like if you if you just yourself laid on the ground and kind of pretended like you were crawling, right? your own ass would be kind of at that angle. And, the, you know, the the problem was that, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, there's a certain audience and click on Twitter yeah. that if anything happens to this Poison Ivy character, they are all up in arms. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and uh... I guarantee you, if, if that cover had been any other character, there would not have been one word mentioned. Right. But the fact that it showed her, you know, in her dying moment in a pose that they interpreted as being sexual. Yeah. They were all up in arms about it. And it got, you know, to a point where, you know, Tom King, you know, felt like he needed to address DC and have it pulled. That's just that's uh, that's really sad. I looked at I looked at the cover and I was thinking like all right if she positions her knee her knee this way and her leg is bent on the other end, that's kind of what it that's what it would look like. Anything Poison Ivy does is sexy in general because Poison Ivy's nature and essence is sexy. And, I didn't even look at it as sexual. I was I, like, I, oh, I she's crawling yeah, yeah. and she's like revealing exactly. a clue. I didn't either, but there are then, people out there who are up in arms, and the fact that because a certain amount of people on Twitter or whatever, up in arms about this thing, that it's enough to have creators censor what they can do. Because it was a it was a pretty impactful, striking cover. And right. Clay Man is such a good artist. And I'm like, now this is the trend. And this and, touches... And if you, look at, if you look at Clay's art, you know, not just his art on DC, but also, you know... Going back to when he first started with Marvel. I mean, even go back to the Daredevil book that he did where he was like the first to draw Lady Bullseye. I mean, the female characters that he draw, he draws, you know, especially like the heroine characters, you know, he doesn't draw them over-sexual. He draws them athletic, powerful, well-represented where you know they look like they could hold their own in battle. Yeah, they're always clothed. It's not like this poison ivy was, you know, naked with her tits and ass out. Um, I showed it to my wife and I was like, you know, what do you think about this? And she was just like, she looks like she's dying. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But the trend is right. that oh, okay, this handful of people on sort of bitch about someone. Yeah, they're gonna pull it or censor it. That's the trend right now. 
outrage culture. Yeah, and it was on yeah, top of it was right on the, the heels of the, the dam stuff. Yeah. I said everyone waiting for the next thing to come along to be outraged. Yeah. Well, here's the here's the thing that even pissed me off more about it is that you know the same people that are you know were bitching about it and complaining and you know saying how her position was contorted to be sexual in nature. They obviously don't know much about comics because if you put the full title dressing across the top, you wouldn't actually even see her lower torso. Right. Because it would have the heroes in crisis above there. Yeah. I could almost see like, you know, a publisher like DC Comics being like, man, we get so much shit every time anything happens to, you know, character A or character B. Just don't even use them. Dude, I guarantee you. I can see that like, happening, man. I can guarantee you that some of these creators see what's, you know, how Twitter reacts. They're just like, I don't even want to fuck with this character because, you know, Dude. I don't want to catch that shit. Dude, and I've seen some shit, man. Like, well, yeah. I've, so I've, I've, I've thought of a, a whole other possibility of it. To like, we could get to the point where we start losing creators that that are writing drawing <clears throat> just like we could get to a point where authors saying fuck this i'm just gonna go write crime novels where none of these people are gonna be tweeting at me because they're not gonna read it because it's not about back yeah i'll just go to image and do my own thing i mean these and like yeah, you know and especially that that cover of of ivy i looked at it like oh she's given us a clue for this mystery because you know yeah. this this heroes in crisis is a eight or nine you know story arc and it's it's just now getting to where it's you know getting into the mystery and and batman superman and wonder woman are just now getting into cracking you know the case a little bit and here is this picture of ivy you know kind of giving a spoiler this cover this cover should not have been leaked that's that's already been made um what a what a great cover! Clearly, here's the thing: is like, you know, the cover that should not have already been leaked. Ivy was giving a clue of who may be in the suspect, in a way, acting almost heroically. Right? She's trying to lead, you know, the Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman into finding out who did the murders. I kind of looked at this like, oh, okay, she's. Kind of redeeming herself, you know, because of the reason why she was even in yeah. the, uh, you know, sanctuary. But now, because of all this, you're pulling that moment away from her now. So you're actually worked against, you know, your whole, your whole point. Yeah. And that's what that's what sucks. What do you think, Teases? You believe in? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I just Teases getting lit over there, boy. It's like no, holly jolly I'm, Christmas, boy. Chup. <clears throat> No, I was actually in the middle of like trying to Google like a full image of it because uh, you're googling the images. Do we quick, or are you gonna need some chocolate chip? Chocolate chip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like overall. I really like the series so far, but I feel like they're just mm. they're trying to jump the gun. It's really not that serious, you know. Yeah, man. They're trying to really like focus on the composition of her body, but it has nothing to do with it being sexual i think the fact that she's propped up is trying to kind of give direction to the yeah. course the direction the course of the blood yep like like what like what grandpa was saying like believe him it's 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 not about her asses up it's like believe him 
the way that her position is, it's like receive him. Yeah, there's a clue. You know, there's a zigzag kind of pointing towards something. We need him. Yeah. We need him. But yeah. <laughs> Holly jolly Christmas. It, it, it's all right. Here, here's here's the really the sad part, or the concerning part is that if it's gonna be this way, what's gonna start to happen is artists are gonna leave or be a lot more careful with what they do or not feel like they're kind of they're just gonna draw stick figures we're gonna go back to stick figures they're not gonna push it yeah tom Tom king tom king's gonna start drawing and um and and like (laughs) don't make laugh man don't (laughs) when when does a handful of uh tweets from a select group dictate what a publishing company puts out you know it's like really it's really weird it's it's a it's a trend that can go in a really bad way and really limit creativity. Well, it already has with with uh, you know, black label. Black label is starting. I don't. I, I'm, I'm now gonna, it's to like, make it adult. About the only thing that makes you know adult now is that they can say the word shit. Jeff Johns is writing asshole in the regular line. <laughs> it's like black label is is kind of contradicting itself already, and it's really now word on the street. Is that they're also censoring old detective issues? <laughs> I've heard. I've heard from a, a little birdie. Some of like, like what's some an example? That I can absolutely see. I, I'm not sure yet what has been censored, but I could definitely see if you're going back to some of the like, slap like a golden age like... books, and yeah, and like you know where, uh, yeah, like some racist shit back where, in the like characters like Japanese characters were being drawn in a very racist manner. I could definitely see some of that. That's understandable. Being, you, know? you know what? Yeah. I um uh, I have mixed feelings about that because um here's here's why. Okay, you you're kind of erasing history. Um, either it's bad or good. In New York, they there was a petition and a movement to try to take down this Christopher Columbus statue in a, a part of New York because um, you know, the guy did some bad shit. But but you're also erasing history. So it's weird because someone like put a sign or like graffiti over that actual base of the statue. And that makes more sense in historical content than just erasing everything, you know? So you're changing what actually happened. And I get where they're coming from because if they publish it but the whole thing is well this shit happened a million years ago that's what happened it's like it's not like we're putting it out now we're just reprinting what happened so but there are going to be people that are going to shine bad press on it regardless and i get that so i, I you know I, I guess i could see why they they would have to erase that bit even though that's what happened that's what was actually published back then it's it's a weird one you know but I, I think Grandpa has a good point. It's like, who's really reading the books? You know, it's like I know me. People, I am. People, I'm like the only Grandpa. one who reads Golden Age Batman. That shit's hard. Yeah, to when read, I man. when I walk into a shop, I don't see these kids in the shops. I don't know if they're just reading them, you, you know, know digitally. They, I don't know. They, they, a lot I don't of see them, them in the shops. A lot of them do read digitally, from what I know. You know, you have to remember that there's a lot of kids all over the world. A lot of people around the world that really don't have comic shops near them. You know. Yeah. Actually, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, a comic shop is not 
as common as it was in the nineties. Like Fuck it's not, no. e- it's, it's not easy to find. Like really luckily isn't. there, there's one, there's one, there's one in my town and I work in Midtown and there's Midtown comics. But if I didn't live in my town, I would have to drive yeah. 20, 20 minutes away minimum where I live. They're really not that common. And, and, and if, if you're watching, if you watch the trends of it, you can see every month you could find a, a new comic shop that went out of business. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder why. Uh, it's a lot of it is like there are more and more people buying stuff online and like shopping at Amazon and you know, all, all these other online outlets. So every person that's doing that is one less person that's going into that local shop. Right. And yeah. They, they comic shops I like hot oh, 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 cheers oh cheers comic shops like hot boy cats around here bad force Tom just stepped in dressed as, Saint, as jolly old Saint come, Nick uh, come, come down the chimney oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Santa Dan Santa Dan everyone gets 90 day fiance DVDs make sure you get to find the comic books make sure you go to dccomics.com make sure you shop dcentertainment.com get your comic books Oh, oh, oh. All right, guys. So now that he's here, we can start talking about uh, Aquaman the movie. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was hearing what you guys were saying. The uh, the I don't know specifically what uh, the topic was, but I know that uh, every person that I've seen who uh, has a problem with or complains about anything in regards to being like offended or things being outdated that need to be edited or changed is not a walk into a comic shop buy a book reader they're all online like digital readers yeah and the people that still like value going into a shop like they don't want their shit changed like they that's the whole thing is they love the whole process of it they're like you know so i it's, it's just uh it's this it's this uh you know it's the fucking echo chamber of the internet that's fucking everything up for everybody i think it's kind of sad because um, going to the shop and picking up comic books is part oh. of the experience, man. It's so yeah, cool. talk about it, talk about it. But um, but like we were saying earlier, a lot of people don't live near a comic shop. It's just a, you know, just reality. You know, some people order direct from DC. I think that's a good idea. I think more people should. But that's that seems risky to me. Sometimes you get your shit more before anyone else. Like uh, that catch and bats from Chicago used to get her yeah, books like a week early. Have you seen how those kids on the uh, on the DC uh, unboxing uh, live video uh, treat their books? Like slopping them around, folding them Oof. in half. It's like Chris is boy. shit right there, man. Nah, nothing give you a heart attack, man. <laughs> um, oh, Tom, did you see Batwoman on the CW? You know, I'm so far behind in all those CW shows that I want to at least, like, I want to at least catch up on Arrow and Flash before I start getting crazy with it. Mm. Uh, but I saw, like, I saw, you know, online pictures. She looked damn fucking good. I, I tuned in for that episode with Batwoman. She looked really good on screen in low-lit settings. Um, right. But it makes me, it kind of makes me sad because I'm like, she should really be in a movie instead of these shows. Yeah. Like, she's well, the shows are so... They're so like Dawson's Creek. They're so can't like be. they really they can't are. Be. I really wanted yeah. to get into them because there's so many episodes and that's fun to watch. But I just can't. It is really Dawson's Creek and uh, yeah, 
Batwoman looked really good on the big screen. So it caters it caters to a certain you know crowd of uh, a lot of people six... like it. Yeah, a lot of people. Oh yeah, it. well it's it's the type of people that will watch a weekly show on television that tune in, like you know high school kids and college kids. Yeah. that kind of have the time for it. Believe I guess. Them. Tom, what are you drinking? And... That's the real question. What's Tom? Man, I, I just fucking got home. I'll pour myself a. Actually, let me let me text. Up. Let me text Lolo right now. And oh, wait, where's Lolo? She's uh, in the other room. Hang on. <laughs> bring me a uh, whiskey on the rocks. Hey, look at me. Hey, seriously, can you please bring me a whiskey on the rocks? I appreciate that. Thank you. Did, did she have a doppelganger at that um, that concert? That Christmas? No, that bitch, that bitch sitting next to her. <laughs> She's, I was like, Lolo tie her hair blonde? I'm like, holy shit. That, that granola vegan eating... Dude, dude, multiverse, man. <laughs> <laughs> Believe. <laughs> Wait, I don't I don't care about... Well, who has not seen Aquaman? Gramps. I haven't. Oh, never mind. Why did... Uh, are you, are you going to go see it soon? Or you I will, but I don't care about getting things spoiled, so I'll you, just wait. It's, it's not a spoiler movie, though. It's not... I heard, you know. I heard that there were, though, because I saw people were like, oh, like, I just... I just had something spoiled for me online, like fuck these people, blah blah blah. Nah, not really, no? man. Nah. Right. There's nothing. I saw. I've been seeing a lot of uh, talk about this trench scene. So. Oh, it's like that might be yeah. that. That's what like elevates the movie to the next level. Yeah. The, the fact that he could incorporate something like that, and just yeah, it's crazy. And and does it really well. It's all claustrophobic and it's fucking crazy. Terrifying. Yo, actually, the whole that moment is when like the whole theater lost it. They were like. Oh fuck! Believes. <laughs> so everyone except for Gramps saw it in here. Yeah, Gramps is still yes, recovering. Sir. Gramps still recovering from his penis reduction. Oh my man. god, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Pounds lopped off. Fuck yeah! Jesus. I love how the number goes up every time. We <laughs> Gramps, <laughs> did you did you uh, did you get this done right before Christmas on purpose? Uh, well. <laughs> Got Not on off purpose. The I mean, like, did you schedule just... <laughs> this, or is it offered to you, and that's kind of what you had to take? Pretty much. It was like, also, you know, end of year insurance deductibles paid. If I waited to have this procedure in 2019, it'd probably be like an extra four thousand dollars out of my pocket. So I was Jesus like, yeah. Christ. fucking hell! Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christ Almighty! But all yeah, because so. you were born with a massive cock. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, dude, I, I remember he had the book Two Seats on the Plane when he came to New York Comic Con. <laughs> 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 he had I mean, you, you thought that you thought that those were books in my backpack. It <laughs> bad, wasn't. Bad Force yeah. Radio's rated M for mature. <laughs> Should that be? It? But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I've been laid up in bed for the last five days, and I've been dying, you know, to go out and. See, uh, you know, Spider Verse movie, Aquaman movie, yeah, the um, Creed. I still haven't seen that movie, Creed 2. Yeah, right, a lot, a lot of cool films coming out that I just haven't been able to go see. Yeah, people won't, won't shut the fuck up about that Spider Man movie. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I gotta go see it. <laughs> Into the Spider Verse, I saw Venom a couple nights ago. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just uh, bought the steel book, hoping it's good. 
Oh, you bought the steel book? I I swear, yeah. that, uh, I love the the way that cover looks. Even though cover cover looks so sick. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? I I mean, it it entertained me. I saw it. I sat down, watched it all the way through. I giggled, chuckled at a couple parts. There were some really cool visuals. Um, it wasn't like in any sense of the word a very deep or moving film, but it was a summer popcorn movie and. I enjoyed it for what it was. Wait, what, so, and just, just, what are we talking about? I, I just hope that somehow they tied yeah. into Spider-Man somehow. Yo, Venom you know? got like 20% on Rotten Tomatoes and made like yeah. 850 million fucking Ooh. smackers, bro. Well, that was, uh, that's, that was what BVS was, right? It like had, yeah, pretty much. I don't know, whatever, but it still, it still fucking destroyed the box office. Yeah. But this Venom, Venom internationally already outsold Wonder Woman, I think, right? That's crazy. Yeah, man. I, I, and I think like, I mean, I remember when we were, I remember Venom, Venom, was, it was Venom, Carnage, Ghost Rider, Spawn were fucking massive. Like even people 90s. who weren't reading comics, yeah, you're yeah. you're getting the Pogs, you're getting the, uh, you're getting the Slammers, you're getting trading cards. That that those were the characters that were just massive. Mm. So toys. I know, maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's because uh, those people are now, they got kids and they're Jeez. taking their kids to go see it by multiple tickets. Well, um, well, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy, man. Tom Hardy, you know, people treat it as a Marvel movie. Technically it is, but it's not in the Marvel universe. But, but definitely is. Yeah, it definitely is not. A, yeah. yeah, it's really Sony, right? That, yeah, Sony? it's Sony. It's a good thing. It's which is even shittier than Fox. It's a good thing because um, it undermines the critics which i think is really important right. and right. uh i mean legend said it sucked but no you know, he's wrong if you liked it that's cool man um i don't I, I wouldn't say it sucked i would say i could understand why people would not be like i mean it's just like i could understand why people would say like i could take it or leave it like it didn't do anything for me like i totally understand that but it's um it's just it taps into that nostalgia it. it's the fucking it's the fucking suit, you know, the, the yeah. way that it moves, the way that you remember it from the comics or the trading oh. cards or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, Venom's like my favorite Marvel villain. He's a... And I, do, I didn't mind how, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but, you know, it's, uh, it's a symbiote, so it's its own character. I love the voice of the symbiote. Yeah. It's just the best it, I, I loved how they gave it its own uh, yeah. character. Yeah. It, it, it's tough because they can't put the, the spider on his chest because... Right. Spider-Man's on it's you know it's bullshit, but um, that was kind of weird. Mm. I mean, it looked a little weird without seeing the uh, the white emblem on the chest, but I, I mean, whatever, didn't kill it for me. I still thought everything else was, for the most part, kind of cool. They did. Uh, you can tell that they weren't sure that if they would get a sequel out of it, so they did kind of like shoehorn a few things in. Yeah. But they didn't overdo it with it. It was yeah. just kind of like little little nods and teases. Little nods um, and teases. Little teases. Believe them. Gotta believe them. Oh, Don't, but I was gonna ask. So wait, are we recording right now? Fuck yeah, bro! Oh, this geez. is the Christmas party. You gotta let. You gotta. Everyone stated their Christmas. What are your Christmas plans this Christmas? Um, what are my Christmas? Well, our original Christmas got canceled because we have little kids now running around in our fucking family that oh, now we can't shit. travel far and all this shit. So. I don't know. My Christmas plans are to uh, try and watch Aquaman, try and watch Spider-Verse. Um, Legends was giving me shit because I haven't seen 
uh, Doctor Strange or uh, what's the other one that I haven't Doctor seen? Strange. Black Panther. It's on Netflix. <laughs> I know. That's what he, he gives me shit for that. He's like, dude, it's on Netflix don't right wa- now. I'm like, yeah. Don't waste your time with Doctor Strange. Black Panther was good though. Yeah. <laughs> I am now drinking a uh, uh, Makers on the Rocks. What, Let's get it. What would what would Asuelo drink? What's his choice of drink? Oh, Asuelo, he don't drink. He would take the coconut and he would crack open the coconut and he'd take a little bit of the Kahlua and he mix it in the cream, the Kahlua cream. And he and he make three more babies. And he go and he shoot his load uh, up, <laughs> and and but you know use uh, condoms was the slut is for the slut people. That's that's a deep cut for anyone who's watching Night Day Fiance. I don't want to know why everyone pick on I just want, I want to know why Hailani so mad at me for giving her baby and then giving her another one, even though we can't afford the first one. <laughs> I feel so bad for that guy. <laughs> me too, dude. Dude, you... imagine a world where this dude, he was an activities director at a hotel in uh samoa so he's just uh-huh. like working he's working like a dream job not not giving a fucking party banging tourists. on a resort yeah and he's banging tourists and this one chick comes up and she's legit samoan like she her dad's samoan isn't she like a from, missionary is that they're they're mormon and there's a huge mormon population in the polynesian islands because the mormons went down there and they fucking at, started at uh at one time she was a missionary yeah yeah, yeah. so so she was down so this this guy is Samoan. He lives in an open house, meaning that there's no walls. It's like on the beach. It just has a roof and like a floor, and it's open. And so he's like poor, and he but he's happy because it's just he's living in on a fucking beach. And then his baby mama. Now, so this chick comes on a vacation, and he has sex with her, and he gets her pregnant. The one first time she ever has sex, and the first time <laughs> they ever they ever do it, she gets pregnant by him. So now he's got a baby mama. She she. Pulls him from Samoa and brings him to the United States. And now they're getting on his ass about, like, everything. not assimilating to everything American culture. Yeah. And this dude is just, like, he's so... He's from an island. He's, like, from another planet, dude. Yeah. It's, why Why are the slut people getting mad at me here? I do not know why the slut people. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, uh, show of the year, Night Day Fiance. Better than any Marvel show, any and then, Marvel movie. And then, and then like... <laughs> She just has the kid, and then he like knocks her up again right away. Oh man, yeah, she's complaining about how he's like, I can't believe I have a kid with you. You're so dumb. You don't know anything. And then he bangs her, and she lets him bang her. And then she's like, Oh, he doesn't like to use condoms, bitch, bitch. You're 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 willingly having sex with this guy without any type of contraceptive, and you're mad that you got pregnant. Come on, he did his job. He did what he's supposed to. He did his job. He did. It's because in Samoa, we eat the poi, and the, the poi <laughs> is very high in fiber and nutrients and protein. So when we blast the load, you get the whole load. <laughs> Let me run down Yo, the leg. I'm telling you, the guy don't miss, bro. I was talking to Lolo about it, and, and we're like, God damn, this guy is just shooting fucking... He's just he's just shooting like bullseyes every time, and then she's like, "Do you think like do you think his sperm are like the are the are the explorers from from uh, what's that movie Moana, where she has this vision and she sees like her people on the on the sea, 
and there's like fifty, like fifty thousand of them on the sea, and they're singing and like paddling upstream and shit. I'm like, those are his fucking swimmers, bro. They're going upstream, like fifty thousand of them, just strong. Yeah, man. I, me, I know miss. Every time is hole in one. <laughs> man. Oh man! Every but time. did you guys talk about? Uh, did you guys talk about like all your favorites of the year or anything? Um, no, we haven't got there. No, you can what the, the hell? Is this, you know how the Christmas party goes, man. It's oh, fucking no old bar, baby. Um, so I think we should talk about what was the what was the comic, the comic of the year or like the arc of the year, writer Ooh. of the year. Man, I, I, I think I think we're all gonna say the same thing. Well, I gotta think back to who what, was what? 2018. Yeah, what happened this year? <laughs> Let me see. Let me see real quick. My favorite uh, comic of the year was Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, uh, boy. Dark Knight <laughs> 3 just finished up, didn't it? It took four yes. years to come did, to uh, did, did White Knight wrap up this year? Does that count? Yeah. Was, that was last yes. year. Okay. Yeah, so, right. No, it was this year. Obviously, White Knight, then, if that's... Yeah, the White, White Knight is, is the king, man. By the way, we oh, took a now. I know uh, we took a poll on the Bad Force. I don't know if we were, we were going to close Oh, it. that's we, we, right. We might as well just talk about it now that we're on the show. But, uh, that's right. Uh, the guys threw up a post about asking people who they felt was our uh, was their favorite guest on the show, right? And, right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so I, I'll, I'll run through the options again here. So I don't it was, think... It was teases. I don't believe it. Yeah. I, I don't think I missed anybody in the uh, in the list, but going chronologically through the year, uh, the options were Sean Murphy, Brian Hill, Jason Fabok, Tim Sale, Libra Mayo two times, Clay Mann, awarded. Kelly Jones, <laughs> and Scott Snyder. Fucking what a Scott lineup! Snyder. I want to listen Scott to this. Snyder. Overwhelming right was uh... Murphy. Murphy, yeah. you know why? Because Murphy, Murphy gelled the best with us. His like, he said we were the kind of guys he would love to go out drinking with. He's like, he's old, you know. He's, he's just, his personality vibes really well with us. And how he, dare he assume my preference to be guys? By the way, <laughs> what um, but hey, what um, what were your guys' also, favorites? I think I think a big part of it too uh, of Sean's popularity was. Uh, a lot of the attention that episode got, like we, it's reflected in the traffic that those episodes got that he was on. Yeah, yeah. Zero fucks given. He can't. Yeah, he came on at the height. Like remember that that episode? We dropped that episode the day that issue eight of White Knight came out. Oh, so the, shit. We dropped that episode, and White Knight was huge, and. Sean was so candid with you know all the behind the scenes stuff that he was uh, that he wanted to discuss. Yeah. I think a lot of people really liked to hear someone uh, just throwing the curtain back and and talking about you know what it what it was really like uh, making White Knight happen. Knowing that open, cool. knowing that open, and knowing that unpolished or unedited since the Trunkler, I would say on Bat Force yeah. Radio. Yeah. Hey. Uh, you know, Robin isn't. I want to say, didn't he appear on a certain um, film podcast before us? I don't think we got the exclusive. No, no he, he absolutely Oof. did Damn. not do that. Am I recalling that incorrectly? Yo, man, let me... Nope, nope, you are remembering that wrong, sir. 
Well, wasn't there some story about how like Dwight betrayed you, or you betrayed <laughs> him, and then you had to do his laundry for a year? <laughs> Tom, you you really shrewded that story. <laughs> oh man! Okay, my, okay, my man Kelly Jones got some votes too, though. A couple of votes, yeah, dude. I, yeah, I loved his episodes. Yeah. I love Kelly Jones. Kelly uh, Jones was awesome. Such a he cool so, guy. Super fun he was, dudes. He was probably the most surprising to me because I'm like thinking, here's this guy that draws horror, you know, and he comes on and he is just like a, you know, breath of fresh air and just crazy fun. I love that right. guy. Kelly Jones. And that loves was, pizza. That was a dream come true. Uh, the the Brian Hill episode. Brian is a super fun guy, and he's hilarious. Yeah, he's and yeah. one of my favorite parts of that episode, uh, oh, it's shit. the part where he did uh, the Obama impression. He talks about yeah. calling Amazon, looking for a picture, and uh, not for a picture, looking for a, a package that was supposed to be delivered to him, and he wasn't getting any tracking updates. So he called them up, oh, and yeah. he just he didn't say he was anyone he just put on his obama voice which is spot on that's classic and that that part was so good that part was actually recorded as soon as uh brian jumped on the call with i think it was just tom and i yeah yeah as soon as he jumped on the call call with us that was like the second topic we talked about before we technically started the episode but it was so funny that as soon as we were done, we said, hey, th- that part has to go in the episode. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was not even meant to be a part of the interview at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so good, too. Damn. Uh, Teaser said he was torn, but Sean Murphy killed it. You're torn. Who else you like there, Teaser? <coughs> damn, for this year? Shit, I don't know. Back for, uh, I, Legends voted Tim Sale. Man, Tim Sale was so lit on the show. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe we had Tim Sale on the show. Holy really though, everyone, everyone we've had on this year, previous years, every honestly, every guest we've had on has been awesome. Yeah, yeah. And probably this, one of the funniest moments was when uh, oh, uh yes, stuck his foot in his mouth. <laughs> Clay, Clay man. Oh yeah, that's true. That was a great uh, that was my part of that episode. That was another, that's another reason. Favorite. That was maybe my favorite Bat Force Radio moment of the year. Yeah, that was pretty that, good. That, another another exclusive. Whereas Clay Man does not do podcasts and does not like doing interviews, but he, you can hear him on ours. And uh, another great like rundown of how he broke it into the. He had some awesome stories. Clay Man, that was great. He had yeah, some he like really what the fuck. He how he talked about when uh, he wanted to ask Paul Dini a question. He was already in comics, already drawing fucking Batman. And he wanted to ask Paul Dini a question, so he got in line at a convention right. to ask him a question. And yeah, was didn't off. didn't say who he was or anything. Right. Didn't, didn't use his position. Just stood in line like everyone else. I got to say that uh, I still, I think it was maybe Sean Murphy. We had one week. The week after that, we had Brian Hill, and then the week after that, we had Bermejo. Right. Like three weeks in a row. That was fucking nuts. And then it happened again when we had all in a row, uh, like a Lee's second episode, Tim Sale, Kelly Jones. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like we had another three, four in a row. That was just yes. insane. But as crazy as this year was, next year is going to be even bigger. We already have, we already have like our first like maybe half dozen uh, people lined up, and it's going to be nice. I, I would say that um, 
I got a lot of wish lists. Uh, wish Fulfilled. list guests. I mean, Murphy and Bermejo were always like the rock stars to me in yeah. DC Comics. And Sale and Jones were always like my legendary wish list guys. And we got all of them this year. So I was ha- the only thing that would outdo anything. We all know what would outdo all of this would be uh, the great Uncle Frank. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, there's, a chance. there's a chance. Hey, I always said, you That'll know what? Sick. We we net will never give up. I told Robin, sadly before, sh- shortly before, uh, Norm Brayfogle passed. I said, damn, you know, Gramps tried so hard, and I'm like, you know what, Robin? Let's just not give up. Maybe we'll let's just figure out another angle one day, and you know. And then, like, sh- sadly, shortly after that, he passed. Yeah. But we will. Never stop until we get like everybody, bro. You know, like. Well, what? we got we got a uh, we got a we got a Klaus, didn't we get a Klaus interview? We we, we got a David Mezzichelli interview. Oh, that's <laughs> a, Mezzichelli. Yeah, that, that was that was great. David Mezzichelli, highly <laughs> underrated, highly underrated interview that we did with David Mezzichelli. So anybody uh, has a chance, go back and check that one out. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh God! There was, it was another guest thing that I was gonna that I was remembering. Uh, Since we haven't mentioned him yet, Scott Scott has always oh, yeah. been a great guest for us. Uh, every time Scott comes on, he yeah, yeah uh, that was awesome. blesses us with all kinds of information. And uh, Scott's always been. Uh, we can't understate uh, how much Scott has done for us over the years. Shut I mean, well, he's, he's our best friend, writer Scott Snyder. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. He wins. It wouldn't rhyme if it wasn't true. Yo, you know what, guys? I've been in fucking, like, cons and shit, and I'm talking to, like, people who are cold, and I'm saying shit like, oh, yeah, um, we got to get, we're going to get Scott Snyder on this, and someone actually said, oh, you mean your best friend, Scott Snyder, right? I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I saw someone do that on the... The comment section for <laughs> oh god it was for the it was for the question post um yeah. just recently someone said something like oh let me go i'm trying to find it real quick while we're talking about it um we also uh, need to give a shout out to uh another good friend of the force mr jason fabic yeah we're trying to get uh we're trying to get more heads this oh yeah Quite a sweet. That's like, oh, we asked, what's your favorite episode of, what's your favorite interview that we did this year? And then uh, Quite a Sweet said, that's like asking what of, what kind of M&Ms are the best. I know. So definitely, uh, that's crazy. Is <laughs> When you start seeing people referencing jokes and inside jokes that we talked about on I've the heard, podcast. I've heard Bat Force slang at conventions, like when we're all, like, it's crazy. It's, oh man, it's crazy. Believe it's, it's, dude, I mean, I still forget <laughs> that. Every time we post uh, an episode, there's up to 300 people within like six hours who've already listened to it. For real, they don't even buy their comics anymore. They're just tuning in, <laughs> and we appreciate that. And we love you guys. We appreciate that. Thank so you. We have, we have let's not three. We're leading to people not buying comics. <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely. So, so whoever you are, you 300 people that every hours within within hours of us posting episodes, there's literally. Hundreds of people who have already listened. Yeah. Like, that's fucking awesome. Like, thank you guys for listening. So, thank you for sticking with the podcast. And I know we still get people who've never heard of it still subscribing. Like, we're getting, oh, I just, we're, we're getting a lot of spikes being that it's the end of the year, 2019. We're going to do a couple of expansions for the show because 
It seems to be really popular. iTunes is recommending it as the number one Batman podcast at this point. And, uh, and I think Which is so strange. It's so strange because I feel like, you know, the best of it's already come and gone. I mean, after the Dark Knight, really, what is there? Honestly, uh, I mean, why, why, why talk about anything else? Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a lot of. Obviously, we have more guests coming, and uh, we're going to be on other media, other platforms, and uh, and all sorts of things with the show because um, it just you know we 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 we've been getting a lot of surges and numbers and things, and people people dig this shit, you know. You know what? Uh, Maybe my favorite thing about seeing uh, people responding to us online, whether it's on Instagram or on Twitter, uh, you know, tweeting us uh, after listening to episodes, is when someone says, you know, I, I was already familiar with this artist's work, I knew who he was, but after listening to him on the show and getting to know him, I now find myself so interested in him that I have to buy everything he does. Mm. That, that, that's awesome for everybody yeah that's good because uh in this genre there's a lot of good work out there that gets overlooked a lot it just does you know i remember like even with comic books even with indie books i used to watch these shows and they used to recommend all these titles that i never heard of before that were the current and i'm like holy shit this is amazing there, there's no one else believe like you guys receivers there, there, there's no one else on that on your level you know this so. guy knows because this guy's taking us to the next level too with uh you know, that corporate shit next year. So uh, believe him. Believe him. Well, you know, I think also what helps these is, is, you know, people like loyal loyal friends of the of the force like yourself who reps the merch and, you yeah. know, interacts with uh, people and interacts with creators. It just <laughs> spreads the name even further. Like so. Clay, man. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, that, that, listen, that's what I meant to ask before. Like, that was a good, that was a big moment in that whole interview, like where, you know, that whole... Me uh, telling uh, Clay Man to tell Tom, Tom King to sign this for me. You That's know, hilarious. Like, it was a matter of seconds, and I was dying, and I called Tom immediately. I was like, yo, this shit went down. <laughs> I, I named uh, But he, dude, even last week, like, I waited online to see uh, Scott Snyder, and he knows me by face, but I have the Bad Force T on, and, you know, I gave him a while last year. He's like, yeah, I remember you, I remember you, but. He treated me like a rock star. Like everyone got two signatures. Teaser's got, got a hand job, dude. I got it. <laughs> Don't make yeah. me laugh. <laughs> I, I got the hand job, dude. Yeah, yeah, boy. dude. Dude, everyone, everyone waited. They got two siggies. I got four signatures. I got a statue signed. Like, Damn. he treated me like a rock star, you know. So, Gramps just popped another freaking. M- uh, what do you call it? Fucking yeah, we can't, staple. We we can't we can't make Gramps laugh. He's got his stitches. He has the cone on his head already, so that oh, he can't. Oh shit, boy! So. Yes, he doesn't even have any pants on. <laughs> I thought you might put just so you can breathe. Put the cone around. Breathe. Stick, bro. <laughs> That's why he doesn't scratch it. <laughs> Grandpa Batman got a reduction in his dick, and now he's eating the chocolate, the chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. <laughs> chocolate yeah. chippies, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Get a lit Christmas party, boy. Chocolate. But yeah, I, you know, I think you guys have had a huge year, and it's just, <sighs> I. I I think one of the biggest moments that obviously like, you know, wasn't fully covered in the show, but when we went to New York Comic Con and we just that whole weekend, you know, that was one of the best experiences of the year. That was 
fucking nuts. It, man. I don't know. It was just Artist Alley was amazing this year. Yeah, and we that, all teamed that was, up, that was, and we, we had some a, awesome experiences. That was a good that was, that was some good coverage, man. I was so jealous I couldn't be there. It was yeah. crazy. I mean, I even when it. I I got a chance to go to San Diego, and you know, I got to hang out with Tom. Damn, and, uh, and the Tom? Legends boy. It was it was it was dope. I'll, I'll it was never, awesome. I'll never forget when Tom. Was I I really hope I get to do it next year. Where Tom? Where were you in Concept Hawaii? Concept one. You got to pay that due, boy. Believe him. I think Tom. <laughs> I was. Maui. You Maui. And he was in his shop and the guy wanted was... the guy wanted to take a picture with him. And yeah, my... yeah. Did it low with her mother so... like Ma, Tom <laughs> thinks he's so cool, Ma. This guy was like yeah. nervous to meet Tom. What the fuck, Mom? He thinks he's so was... cool. That's was fucking hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> I was we were at we were in Maui and um I was like, Oh, we gotta see the only we gotta go to the only comic shop in Maui, Maui Comics. So we were like driving, we were driving like across the island for, I forget what we were doing. We were going like some excursion or hike and we were going to pass right by the comic shop. I was like, oh, we got to go check it out. So we stopped in and, you know, I walk in there and looking around and it's like, it's a cool little shop. They got a lot of figures. They got a lot of trades, you know, uh, you could tell they got like a pull list with customers. So it's a small shop, but they got, you know, it's the only one on the island. So they got a nice little loyal fan base. So I'm walking around the shop, like checking things out, you know, <laughs> taking pictures. And then they had uh, a um, uh, what did they have? They had a Blackest Night Batman mask. So I bought that and then I put that on. I took a selfie like in front of the shop and then I posted it. And when I posted it on the Bat Force, like within five minutes, this guy comes running out of uh, the comic shop. And he's like, Bat Force, Tom, are you are you are you from the Bat Force? And I was like, yeah, man. And he's like, oh, you know, I, I didn't recognize you, but I saw you posted just now. This is my shop. Hey, man, can I take a picture? And I was like, yeah, dude, for sure. And Lolo's there fucking rolled their eyes so hard. Haters. I was like, here you go. She could take it for us. <laughs> and then oh, she was so mad. It was, it was beautiful. And he's like, hey, get me a, a whiskey on the rocks while you're at it. Exactly. <laughs> and the chocolate chip. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I had a couple friends with me as well, and they were like, people take pictures with you. I'm like, eh, you know, it's the life. What are you going to do? Yeah, man. You know, uh, um, I, well, <clears throat> it, it's it's crazy how big it got. And I think um, looking at other shows and podcasts and YouTube shows, and I think about how people try to sell it so hard after a while. And with us, it was like, it's just a straight up, it's straight up passion, man. We We love this shit. It's what keeps it fueling, you know. The books, yeah, the, the books, I, the merch. It's like you know we're when we're, we're independent and uh, and we're friends with the whole industry, man. It's it's so cool. I would have never. I mean, the man, thing the thing that I I think the, what sets us apart from I think other like you know I don't know if you want to call them reviewers or other whatever like yeah. groups or press or whatever. I I think that what we do is like we have a respect. Uh, maybe it's because like you know we're maybe a little bit older than the average fan who's reading. Um, Robin got two kids in high school, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, so like, so we, we, we kind of come at, come at it from an angle of like, we're not, you know, we're passionate about what these, what these characters are, but we don't, uh, we don't want to fuck with the process that these creators are working on. So like we respect the artists, we respect the writers for what they're doing and they're putting their hearts into it. And, if it doesn't, if it doesn't click with us, 
we just don't talk about it. Like that's, that's if it's, true. Except for if me. it's something, if, well, no, I mean, like if, if it's something that we don't like, we don't come onto the podcast and fucking trash it. No, yeah, because it's, right. a, it's, true. it's a waste of time. Like, why are we going to waste time, you know, bitching about something that we don't like when we have the opportunity to share what we do like? So, 100%. Absolutely. You know, so we're, we're nothing but we're nothing but trying to, to show people and highlight what we enjoy. And if we enjoy it, maybe you guys will enjoy it. If we don't enjoy it, we're not really talking about it. So it's not like we're highlighting it good or bad. And we're, and so, we're not over objective like a lot of them. Like we're really. Yeah, I hate to use the word over again, but it's like we're pretty passionate about it. We get into this shit. It's fun. It, yeah. If if it wasn't like that for us, it, we wouldn't be doing it anymore. But it's just like we 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 love this shit. I mean, fucking, you know, Batman Who Laughs and Damn Two came out the other week, right? Like fucking, yeah. It's crazy. You know, the thing too that I think also that we talk about. The, <clears throat> I mean, at least me personally, the thing that I complain about or the thing that I bitch about more so than like a story or an artist that I don't like. Are the fucking people who are giving those people a hard time, either online? Yeah, we were talking or about that earlier boards. with the Clay Man cover. Like how yeah, like yeah. where they just they they take something and they interpret it their own way and they 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 label it and they think that they can fucking um, they can assume what someone is thinking or what someone's intentions are. You don't know what someone's fucking intentions are unless you're that person. So you can't say you can't make generalizations like that. So I think that like at least lately with that stuff, it's like. Fuck that. Like, you know, if you don't like something, if you don't want it, don't buy it. Don't fuck with the, don't go after the artist and try to like take out money from, you know, food out of his mouth, money out of his pocket. You know, these guys are working hard. They yeah, yeah. Get... Listen, no, no one is forcing you to buy that shit. Right. Mm. They're not, DC's not knocking on your door. Yeah, this, this shit is this, selling, this... selling itself. Uh... Chill out with, with telling creators how to do their job unless you want Tom King to come to you at work and tell you how to cook his burger. Well, we're we're on the other side of it where we work with the industry and creators and and we ed- we don't know, do we, that shit. We push them on, we edge them on, like yo, fuck it, man, go for it, do it, you right? Know? Like just uh, you know, be your creative self. And, uh, why, why? The thing is, is that why would I want to tell an artist or a writer to say the to do the same shit that we've already read before? That's like telling a swallow to use a fucking condom for slut people. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's like. Yeah, you can't do, tell do that you fucking... a Swalo. <laughs> Swalo can't create if he's wearing a condom. Exactly. Oh my god. He probably could the way that guy is. Okay. <laughs> hey, being as a Christmas party round table for favorite Christmas movie. Uh, let's start with <laughs> start with Robin. Robin, would you? Oh, it's tough. If it's tough, then the first one that comes to mind is usually a good choice. Oh, oh, oh. What's one that you have to watch before Christmas comes? Yeah, um, like I, I, I will intend to watch it before Christmas comes. I can't guarantee I'll get to it, but right now the one that I'm intending to watch is the ref. The ref. Hmm. Dennis Leary. Yeah, he's uh, is Dennis it? Leary, Kevin Spacey. You know, he's uh, he's robbing, robbing the something? house. Yes, yeah. Yes. Robbing yeah. The- yeah. Okay, I remember that. So that's a good one, actually. That's, a, that's like a classic 90s movie. Gramps, what about you? Well, actually, I want Tom to go first because I, I, I have a feeling I may steal his. So, oh, Tom, go I ahead. I don't know. Oh, Tom, Tom, go ahead. Well, okay. Tom, go ahead. I don't think so, but uh, I have two. 
Um, 90 Day Fiance Christmas special. Oh, my God. I, 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 I hope they have one. I hope they have one this year. Believe them. Believe them. But uh, uh, two, two of the most underrated Christmas films, in my in my opinion. I'm not even going Batman. I'm going straight Christmas movies. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, the first one is uh, Just Friends with, um, what's his name? Deadpool. Um, Just, uh, what's his is that name? A, is that a Hallmark movie? Ryan Reynolds? Mm. Ryan Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds and uh, Amy Smart, and he plays a fat kid who is a fat kid in high school who got friend zoned. I think this is where oh, the that term was, that was good. This might have been the originate the the like where the term friend zone originated from is yeah. this movie back in like the early two thousands. Is that one so the girl is trying to figure out who the father is or some shit or the mother? Is? N- no, oh, that's no, no, one. never mind. No, so he he's a fat guy in high school, and then he falls in love with Jamie Palomino. And then uh, Dusty Dinkelman is this nerd who's also in love with her, and she rejects both of them. Oh, so shit. he like leaves town, never comes back, turns into this big shot record executive, and he like loses all the weight, and he's trying to win her back. And it's a hilarious fucking movie. Um, what's the chick's name who is married to Star Lord? Um, she just got is a it, divorce. Is it Anna Amy? Kendrick? Oh yeah, the, she was in. Uh, no, not Anna Kendrick. Uh, what's her the face? Yeah, yeah. What's her name? Who's uh, Carrie Murray? Uh, she was in the the, the show a- Mom, Anna, right? Anna Faris. An- Anna, Anna Faris. Yeah. Anna Faris plays like a Paris Hilton like bullshit recording artist. Uh, and so uh, Lolo is very upset that people don't know what Just Friends is. So, anyways, one of the most hilarious fucking comedies, just silly, stupid fucking comedy, and a great Christmas movie. My number, my number one though, that's like my number two. My number one is Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. You know what? I, uh, um, I watched that for the first time two nights ago. That oh, movie man. is fucking gold. That shit is crazy. Fucking sin- That is a crazy mailman. <laughs> Who said you could eat? Buy cookies. Put the cookie down. Now. Yo, how do you get away with letting off a bomb in front of SWAT, dude? <laughs> Nothing crazy. but a harmless Christmas package. See, I yes. thought you were gonna say uh, Batman Returns. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's. Yes. I, I just you don't you don't say the most obvious because obviously that's yeah, boy. Obvious, so. Yeah. Oh shit, but Jesus! Yeah. What are we believing in? Um, every Christmas morning, I watch um, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, nice, Whoa. nice, nice. That is, I. Hands down, every every Christmas morning, I love it. Oh, it's it's perfect. It. It's a, it's a perfect film for me. That is, uh, I love it. That's really, I love it. That's a very creative original movie. That's a great movie. Fucking yeah. Uh, I mean, Winona Ryder, man. <laughs> I, I mean, dude. Obviously, you know, I love Batman Returns, and but uh, to me, that whole cinematic universe, like they, oh, not that they tie with each other, but they're in the same vein. They have that same flavor yeah. to me. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a tragic movie too. Now that I think about it. Uh, yeah, I, I it really it hit it hits you at the end. No matter it is a goofy movie, but at the end where she's finishing uh, telling the story and there's that ice sculpture of her, you're like, oh my god, it really and, hits you. You're like, oh shit. Plus, fuck. when Vincent Price, I think that he dies in the movie, and I think yeah. that was his last spoilers. movie. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That was a good, damn, that's yeah. A good, that's a nice choice, man. That's a good thank score you, too. Damn, Teaser's uh, is making us believe. Yo, fr- and and Fright Rags dropped that tea last year. Oh. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to post it, boy. Believe for Christmas. <laughs> big Ben, big Chocolate shout out to Big Ben. Shit. Big Ben with yeah. Rochester, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Only movie theaters and shit. Yeah, yeah. One day you and me, we're gonna meet him. I know it. 
<laughs> we're we're going to be up, going upstate. We're going to be going upstate, boy. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Um, damn, next, man. next. Yo, man, so... Um, How about you, boy? And the... Um, for, for the... For the animated section has to be Garfield's um Christmas special. You guys need to watch it. It's okay. fucking amazing. Yo, it's like the first scene, it's he's dreaming and it's like this this machine that erupts and it, it just spews out the presence that you want. It's it's fucking crazy, man. Like I love Garfield. But that, that's okay, an animation and, section. And is is there also lasagna? I think so. There's all kinds of crazy that's shit. Awesome. Like, like You gotta love Garfield. It's it, it, Garfield's club, man. But um I think it'd be a tie between Gremlins mm. and Christmas Vacation, man. I mean, oh, that's a good I one. Mean, come on, that's... cousin, cousin Eddie, man. You know, like yeah. fucking shitters, shitters. The raccoon <laughs> in the tree. Yeah. That, yeah, all year. Vacation. <laughs> that, that was like my. That was like my backup. I mean, that that's that that's, was a, a, that's a. Classic. I was gonna say that one too. That's a constant, though. That is such a brilliant fucking movie. It is timeless. You know, it's like... Why is the carpet red? What does he say? Why is the carpet wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking yuppity yups, man. Um, But for a modern day classic... um, it's on Netflix now. I don't know. I think it's a Netflix original, The Christmas Chronicles. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. With what's his name? Uh, Kurt Russell? Kurt that Russell, is a yeah. fucking great little movie. It really was. Yeah. It was a big surprise. And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> like, great, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, modern. Great, great production. It's modern, and it has just a little bit of that cheese that we remember from the 80s and 90s, but it was really fucking good. But, uh, yeah, it came out of nowhere, so... That's good. Yeah, for, Matt, you know, I, th- I think Madison saw it four times already. What, what was she eating while she saw it? Oh, shit. The chocolate chip, <laughs> boy. Now, if we're going to watch Netflix, then you better sit. Bring that bowl of the chocolate chip. I get Santa cookies, but not chocolate chip cookies. That shit's going viral. Guaranteed. I'm telling you, boy. Cookie day. Uh, Gramps is already endorsing the cookies, so we're, we're already in. About to have another gingerbread man cookie. Hey, yeah, boy. I just want to make a quick note because... um. Because we do media too for anyone, uh, you know, you everyone got Netflix. So, uh, the show Happy just got put on Netflix, and I've been meaning to watch this for a long Now, if you guys remember the show we did back for the New York Comic Con recap in October, I was talking about how I managed to get into the Happy panel because I wanted Grant Morrison's autograph, and they were all the actors and the writers were there, and they were talking about the show, and I was like, I gotta watch this show. Netflix just put Happy on the show because the first season is deals it it, it um it stems throughout Christmas. That's the first season. Um, this is Grant Morrison at his best. Is this show is fucking amazing? To sum it up, ex detective turn hitman is a all right. Um, he's like the protagonist, right? So, a a young girl gets abducted by this lunatic Santa Claus. And they're putting crates, so I guess they're being traffic. They are being traffic. But what happens is her imaginary friend escapes, who's like this blue unicorn, and finds the hitman, and they gotta locate the girl and take down the killer, and so much crazy shit happens in between. It is straight up Grant Morrison. Yo, go what happy on Netflix. It's it's fucking crazy, bro. It's a sci fi show. Um, but sci-fi has been killing it recently. They got Deadly Class coming out next uh, 
month, which which is Rick Remender's run, and uh, they've been adapting a lot of good comic book shit. But man, Happy by Grant Morrison, man, this is a great show. Tom, you gotta watch. You you, you dude really dig this shit. Yeah, we Legends and I went to the panel at San Diego when that uh, yeah. came out, and I, we we watched uh, the first like. No, we watched the scene where he wakes up in the hospital, and Happy's talking to him. Right. Oh, is that when they, he's, the doc, the fake doctors come and shit? Yeah, and he's like trying to, he's trying to like, uh, Happy's helping him like bust out of the hospital. It's <laughs> fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, and he's like, he's tripping the fuck out because he's like, like, why am I? He's like, doesn't know if he's having a hallucination or what's going on. Yeah, and, but yeah, and the guy who plays uh, the detective turned hitman. Is um the uh the dude from the SVU uh, SVU show Stabler, uh, Christopher Maloney, yeah yeah the guy's so good Stabler this. yeah it's ridiculous um fuck what a good show just a you know, notable mention on that one as well is anyone watching Titans I know Titans just wrapped up in uh yeah everyone's talking uh, about I didn't this watch last I didn't watch the uh the season finale today uh, I'll watch it tomorrow the Batman one so Batman's yeah. killing is that what's going well, on well. I don't if, if think it's real. This is, yeah, given given everything that has happened up to this episode, I think we might be seeing what like a world that could be if things are left as they are. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I would say. I mean, some, I always a, some, a certain character has arrived on Earth. Mm, you know, interesting. Um, does anyone drink eggnog? Yeah. Yep. It's just pretty good. You don't drink eggnog, yeah. Robin. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it has alcohol, doesn't it? No. What alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it comes with alcohol. I didn't realize that. Uh, if you're an alcoholic, <laughs> you're an alcohol. <laughs> Great grandpa's cough medicine. <laughs> my uh, Coca-Cola like, uh, that has rum in it. Yeah. <laughs> My theory, my theory is that eggnog was invented just so you could put alcohol in it and drink it uh, inconspicuously. That's what I think. Mm, yeah. It's like when it, it, it has to, like Clark and Chris's vacation with the movie. I don't book. know. I have no idea oh what it's. I don't know what it's from, but I remember there's this bit where somebody's asking, like, "Oh, would you like anything to drink?" And this nerdy fuck is like, "Do you have any non-alcoholic tomato juice?" <laughs> and I just can't remember what that's from, but it, for some reason, I was a kid. I saw it. I fucking thought it was hilarious. I know. What, did you happen to have some now non-alcoholic tomato juice? Oh my goodness! No idea what it is, but what the it, it kind of sounds like uh, Mort from uh, Family Guy. Mm. Oh, oh, my! <laughs> what does he, he say? Always remember, flush twice, once for the bulk, twice for the remainder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Do you guys have any uh, like nostalgic Christmas morning or Christmas Eve uh, like video game memories or traditions? Ooh, For some reason, I remember. Absolutely, dude. Uh, I remember being in like when was uh, Snowboard Kids on N sixty four? Was that like two thousand or that was like ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one? Snowboard Kids, remember that game for N sixty four? I never. Had I, I remember staying up like. <coughs> So late Christmas Eve, playing my N64 and playing Snowboard Kids that's on cool. Christmas. That's awesome. So that's what reminds me of Christmas. Like video games that remind me of Christmas. Golden Eye reminds me of Thanksgiving because I remember like having my my cousin <laughs> over for Thanksgiving and just having Golden Eye. Don't you mean brown eye bloke? Slappers only and no Boris, no eye job. I rem 
I remember getting a Nintendo's system for Christmas. Yeah. Oh my god, like wow. I but I was like the end generation for I was like one of the last ones in ever to get Nintendo, so if mm. that makes any sense. But I, I remember I had that, a man. one of my friends, um his parents had been divorced ever since he was a little kid. And so he would have Christmas Eve at his mom's and he would have Christmas Day at his dad's. Right. And one Christmas, like his parents didn't communicate on, you know, what they were going to get him. Probably was why their marriage ended. But um, <laughs> didn't, they, they didn't. No, I swear to God, he, his mom got him a Nintendo 64 for Christmas Eve. He opened it and then he got all excited and he went to his dad's house the next morning. Yeah. He was, Dad, I got an N64 from mom. And then his dad's like, oh, shit, I got him. I got him that, too. But his dad didn't give it to him. So his dad's like, well, I mean, maybe I'll, I don't know what I'm going to do with this thing. So he put it in like the attic. And like a couple, like two years ago, my friend goes, dude, my dad just gave me a in the box, unopened mint Nintendo 64 with Mario, Mario Kart, and Zelda. That's like cool. in the box. It's fucking like a time, time, uh, what do you call it? Uh, time capsule, capsule almost. Yeah. That's cool. Retail price, $500. Market b- price believe them. Believe him and receive him. What what number are you on over there, boy? Oh, for beers? Beer yeah, maybe, maybe five. Yeah. I remember well, you know. Sega Genesis 2 I remember getting. I know Gramps remembers getting Atari, the prototype, when I came out. Damn, boy. Man, I, I had shit before Atari. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> What was we, that? we just what? played with like the, it was like these little dots, and you just ping pong, pong, pong. The, the other pong. square dot that was up and down across the the yeah. dots that were side to side. So yeah, you know, I I really miss that feeling though, where you're unwrapping a present, you don't know what the fuck yeah. it is, and then like when you first you get a first glimpse of what it is, and then you start yeah. unwrapping it quicker. Like holy shit! Yeah, like, that 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 first initial rip. Yeah. Oh it's, god! It's so, like, so let good. me tell you how it worked in my house. I had two brothers, and we were notorious for finding our Christmas before you know the Christmas morning. So my parents, you know, they would work really hard to get us the gifts, but also work really really hard to hide them from us, and. Um, well, one year they hid the presents really good. <clears throat> so my older brother, you know, gets up at like before the crack of dawn and goes out and unwraps all our presents to see what we got and then <laughs> switches them and rewraps them so that, you know, when we unwrap the presents, he gets all the amazing, awesome stuff. Damn. Yeah. And mom and dad were like, um, no, I don't think that that's for you. But yeah, that's, that, that, that's what we would do in our house. And, uh, so yeah. Ooh, it's cracking open there. Sounds like another dick you could get removed. (laughs) (laughs) Like a damn presence for me. I'm I'm thinking about, um, boats, boats weighing chocolate stout tonight, boy. The chocolate, mm. the chocolate with the chocolate. <laughs> no one has spoke about Super Nintendo, man. That was a uh, 
pretty sick system also. I forgot I, how I got Super Nintendo. I, I remember I, uh, I, I, I Toys R Us, it, baby. I, I did get it for one system. It was it definitely held its own, yeah. you know? I remember uh, going to, I think it was must have been a birthday present, or maybe it was my birthday money that I used, but I will never forget walking into Toys R Us and going to the aisle, ripping out the yellow ticket from, yes. the, from the display, right. and then walking it to the front, paying for yeah. it, going to the little cage, giving it to the guy behind the cage. The guy gives you the box. And then when I get home, you open it up, and it has a mail-away offer. So it came with, it came with uh, I want to say it came with Zelda. came with Zelda, A Link to the Past, and it comes with a like proof-of-purchase mail-away offer from Super Mario All-Stars. And fuck, what was the other one? Two games. So you get three games plus a system with the two mail-in mail uh, offers. I think I also remember going and getting uh, James Bond Jr. That game was hard as fuck. Yeah. James Bond Jr., Super Star Wars. Yeah, okay. Star Wars, bro. Yeah, you, you don't realize how hard those games are to play compared right. to, like, these games now. Oh, man. I remember. You, you, have three, you have three chances to survive, you know, like three credits, yeah. and that's it. You're fucked. And that's it, because if you die, you don't get the chop. The chop. <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, man. I, Super, Super Star only, Wars. That's the only system I don't remember how I got, but uh, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, and PlayStation 1 was around Ooh. Christmas time. And that was the shit, man. But it's funny how video game consoles are kind of almost synonymous with Christmas because it's like, you know, Christmas is big and people spend big and systems were are pricey. So, you know, I mean, you get a system, you rip that thing. Oh, you're playing that shit all day, you know, and families are trying to get their kids to church. I don't want to go to stay home and play fucking video <laughs> games. And, uh, that was how Christmas was back in the day, you know. What's the, what's the cookie kid asking for? Yeah, yeah, you know. What I mean. Um, yeah, I mean she's six, so she's. Did she um, want to yeah. sit like a tablet or something? Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. No. She's like, oh, well, what does Madison want? I was like, she wants an Amazon Fire. But um, damn, no. But <laughs> but the thing about those, it's like they're geared towards kids. You know, like these Amazon Fires. There's a kids version where it's like you set parameters and. Um, you know, you have limited time, so it's it's all kid based, so it's really cool. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, that that's the main one. So tablets are going to be raising the children of the future, boy. Yeah, I mean, it's really so cheap. I mean, it's really like a hundred bucks. You say compared it's to cheap, compared to like don't you skimp? Because you can't really skimp on the chocolate. You can't. Re you can never replace the chocolate chip. <laughs> uh, yeah, shit. I mean, she she has she has a lot of stuff coming to her, but that's that's the uh, main. You know, and it's funny because Jess is Jewish, so she she doesn't get the whole concept of saying, like, it's from Santa. She's like, really? We don't get any credit for anything? I bet every parent feels like that. Yeah, me too. Like, But, you know, what? seeing their face glow yeah. and uh, walking down the steps, you know, going towards the tree, you can't put a price tag on it. So mm. I, will, I would do it every year. I'll go broke every year. It's, Luckily, it's they good. do it. They do have yeah. it every year. Thank, luckily for us, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> she said, "Yeah, Santa's getting shafted this year, right? He's not getting that chocolate chip over here." I know he's getting fucking butter cookies that you can. Yeah, ugh. butter. Yeah, organic. Uh, honorable mention is talking about recent reviews. I think I'm the only one who watches it here, but um, 
The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina just did the Christmas special, Winter Tale. Um, man, that shit is dark. <laughs> like, I'm so glad the CW didn't pick up that show and Netflix did instead. Uh, it's kind of like on a Krampus level um, story for that uh, Christmas special with Sabrina on Netflix. So for anyone who's into that or the listeners, uh, highly recommend it, man. It's crazy. Like, demonic figure kidnapping kids on Christmas. Crazy shit, so. And and also speaking of England, um, everyone needs to whip out that copy of uh, Bermejo Noel. Shit, that's right. That was that's a, a must. That's a, that's a tradition, baby. Yeah, it is a tradition. Like, yeah. Yeah, like whip it out. You know, Christmas morning or Christmas Eve. Yeah, I gotta... get 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 that quick read in there. Yo, I oh man, yeah, it's, it's really it's 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 a piece of work, man. Batman Noel. I, I don't I don't I don't have to tell you, but you know, Batman it's Noel by Lee Bermejo. If you're a Batman fan, is a must to read during the Christmas time, man. That is just a, it's just visually alone the artwork in that, like Winter Wonderland and Gotham City. He nailed it, man. And you know what I like about what he did? He used the same buildings and cityscape, whatever. For the damned, if you look at those buildings, it's almost—it's very similar. So he's still using his same Gotham, which uh, I respect, like Bermejo continuity or whatever you want to call it. So um, I, I hope that you know once it's all said and done that we get like a a noir version of Damned, you know, just the black and whites. Yeah, just to, that, that just to cool. see the lines, mm-hmm. you know. I'd like to see what was censored out, man. What- did uh, did he post uh, an image of Harley that so I thought Harley had her like chest exposed with those crazy scars on her? Or is oh, that yeah. a different she page? did. Yes, yes, okay. she had she all had right. like all autopsy. I was digging okay, that. yeah, yeah, I was, scars. I was digging that. Not that it's a once in a lifetime, but this is a comic experience that is not happening all the time. Like, Believe this em. is really a special time, you know. It's like Believe his his artwork. No one can touch right now. Well, I, I mean, his his style, his style, his style, yes, the realism. But yeah. let me tell it's you, very something. solarized. It's very like realist. He, it's painterly. It's really insane. You it's know, painterly like, and it has a signature on it. But we have a lot of digital artists now at right. DC that are doing these very that are. It's all like flawless. But the only thing is that there's no artistic stamp on them. But with Bermejo, it's like you could see his his hand in it. His stylized work on that painterly um, version of, you know, Batman. Like, you know, very but, you could do that. But it's also like what you guys said a while ago. It's like, when I read this, I feel like I'm reading a movie. I feel like I'm watching a movie. Read this rhymes with Jesus. I get it. I, I, That's I right, boy. But, uh, but yeah, no, you know, it's very cinematic, too. It's like, no one else is doing what he's doing. That's true, and that's why it sucks to think that we'll there's only sens- one, we'll or one more book, too. Thing and, is, and plus, there's only one more book. It, it's a really, it sucks. I don't want the censorship shit to piss him off and discourage him because I want more work, man. I mean, it's just it's so great. But, uh, but you know, with that said, this Art Germ Catwoman variant, woo, teases good looking out of picking that up, man. That is, I, I, I really don't know why anyone else is not buzzing over this, but it's really, I mean, he's done, I feel like his other, um, best. Cover was probably what was it? Cat, uh, Catwoman four. Uh, with the mask. No, yeah, I'm sorry, three, three. The one before that, he mm-hmm. did this gorgeous cover of just Selena, 
in the dress. I, I think it was number three, but oh, that, was, that was phenomenal. Oh, no, it was that and also the one with the eye mask. Like, Ooh. he did, he's, he, he's been crushing every uh, issue. Believe me, you know, being that we're doing the, the Christmas party in the year wrap-up as well, do you guys have any favorite variant covers of the year? Oh my God, Matina! Yeah, yeah, you think yeah, Matina's killing it? Huh? I think Every, all, I think this one that just came out for what do you was think it, Matina's 61? better than Delato? Yes, it's more seamless, uh, yeah. flawless, yeah, clean. I mean, yeah, he's cleaner. I mean, it's it's like you know, Tom's very similar styles, style, but um, yeah, Mark Brooks. I like I love him, but that. That Matina cover for sixty one. Oh shit! What's on that? That that's like my top variant of the year. Wow! You know, um, I remember when I was scrambling to find something for Marv <laughs> Wolfman to sign, and had to be something with Deathstroke, and I didn't want to get my first appearance signed, and uh, I I had only so many of the old Titans things. I was like, fuck. Then I took that Matina Batman Deathstroke variant when Deathstroke's choking out Batman. This I don't think they could have been in a better cover for Marv, the creator of Deathstroke, to sign than this one. You know, even though it was yeah. Matina, it was like it was so good. Matina is uh that guy's killing him, man. Shout out to DC for recruiting all these artists out of these <clears throat> digital artists out of Italy to just freaking killing yeah. it. Them and Art Gem as well. I mean, great move because no one else is you know, some books are harder to sell than others, but when you have these variants, it's they fly off the shelves now. You know. So, Listen, I mean, pe- people are not chasing um, Marvel variants oh, like they are with, with DC. You know, it's like, <laughs> dude, it's. <laughs> no, well, that's going to change next year with Daredevil variants coming out. They look great. Yeah. But who's on those? You'll just have to wait and see. Woo! Yeah, I mean, listen, with variants, once Detective hits a thousand, man, it's gonna be a treat. Oh, that's gonna be an awesome issue. That's that's gonna be insane. We're, everyone's gonna buy at least ten, fifteen of them, especially that Miller one, boy. Next, next issue of uh, of Batman, Frank Miller has a variant. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I've already got three ordered. Shot Frank <laughs> Tank. All of our listeners, a very merry Christmas. From the Bat Force, you know, we wish you luck, prosperity, health, and happiness in the new year. And uh, stay tuned for more great things from the Bat Force, you know. And where the f- motherfuck is the trunk? You better be the old Saint Nick, boy. <laughs> I get Santa cookies, but not chocolate chip cookies.